0: Welcome to the Shulamite Podcast, an extension of Shulamite Ministries and Shulamite.com, with weekly interviews and teaching with author and speaker Martha Kilpatrick and hosted by John Enslow. This weekly podcast is a way to stay connected to the ministry, so come experience anointed messages, not giving just another method, but a living impartation.
1: Well, today we're going to have a tiny round table, and the subject is going to be. Uh, what school are we in and what are we being prepared for and what is the world about and where does it all end and
0: what's going to happen just the meaning of life just no no, mean, no big deal right, but just the right. meaning of life
1: the entire and and i have it here to give you but i got it out of the bible and from a certain person who had the revelation and i'm sure every, most everybody that re, that listens to this will remember i'm i'm in a long process of living, being ready to write the, a book about the Bride. And it's been an, a terrific school that I have been in. And I've been through a lot of experiences of all different varieties in the last, well, year and a half or two years. And everyone is relevant to seeing and understanding the Bride. Some time ago, I got this, this verse, and I believe it's in 1 Corinthians. And it is so astounding and so clear that it has imprinted itself by the Spirit on, on my heart. Those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Christ Jesus that's incredible. We, we have the opportunity to reign in this life, not control. Control is dictatorship. Control is tyranny. No, we will reign and rule in this life by Christ Jesus. So it means that if we receive his grace, the abundance of it, and who does? We barely know the meaning of the word grace. And the gift of righteousness, that we can be perfect and righteous as a gift that Christ gave to us of his own righteousness. So by those two things, we can reign in life, not in the kingdom of tomorrow, in the, in the heavenly kingdom, but we'll reign in li- in this life by one Christ Jesus. That represents to me a fascinating mystery and a calling. We are called to rule and reign in this life, not by pressure and control, not by human dominion, not by cruel tyranny, but by Christ Jesus. In other words, we are vessels to give him the rule in this life, and we can experience it. There's so many scriptures about this. Uh, for one thing, it's the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. I always thought that meant the, the blessings of the kingdom. No, I think he means he's giving us the kingdom. Not for us to own it, but to be rulers reigning with Christ on the throne. To him that overcometh, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, even as I overcame and am set, set down with my Father in his throne. That's Revelation three twenty one. 21. The, all the seven churches, the entire challenge is overcoming in this life as we live it. Being victorious in your situations Gaining ground for Christ in your life problems. That's, that is is huge. And most of us conceive of the kingdom as in the next life in heaven. No, the kingdom was... Jesus said to that day, 2,000 years ago, the kingdom is now. The kingdom is here in your midst. And the kingdom requires a king. The key is the king. And he was the king in their presence. But actually... God's plan is something so fantastic, I've often said only a child would even buy it. He wants us to rule and reign beside him. And so when I get into the message of the bride making herself ready for the marriage supper of the Lamb, the marriage of the Lamb is simply the marriage that will lead to ruling and reigning on the throne with both the bride and the the king. First Corinthians says, "Do you not know that saints will judge the world? Don't you know that we shall judge angels?" This is the pledge of what Jesus meant when he said, "The glory you gave me, I have given them." So, this to take the Bible at face value is always to be shocked, bewildered, and lo- and very ignorant, because we don't we don't the picture's so big that we can't begin to take it in, but the facts are written in the Bible. I've spoken before of of the privilege of meeting a man called Paul Bilheimer, a friend of mine. He was her spiritual father, and so she took me to meet him. And he lived in a, a cabin in rural Atlanta, and we drove out long distance to this cabin where he and his wife had gone to live their last days. Now, I just want to re- retell one thing. When I went in the living room, his wife was there, and she said, He is praying for you. He will come out when he's through for praying. We waited. We waited. We chatted. And I thought, I have never known of anybody to pray that long <laughs> for me and for my friend. So he came out very cordial, and he invited me to come back, and I never took advantage of that. And before he was... Lifted up and taken to be on TBN as as a teacher, and his books uh, he wrote I think about five books, but it, as the life went on and I read his book, "Destined for the Throne," I realized his subject was the the bride of Christ, the power of prayer, the preparation to rule, and the and the de- that we are destined for the throne. I believe he had that revelation more clearly, more committedly, more brilliantly revealed to him than any, any other person's ever addressed the throne. And now, as many years went by since I met him and read his book and prayed it and loved it, one day I realized he's the one who prayed into me his own vision for the bride. Not that I know it like he does. I don't mean that. I mean, he just planted the seed. He imparted something to me of his complete passion for the for the Son of God and the Bride and the Kingdom. And just to give you his credibility, Billy Graham wrote the foreword to the book. And Billy Graham said, Every Christian should study this book prayerfully and apply its principles to life. Study it and, and get it. The message is incredible. And then apply it, meaning live it and live for it, live for the dream of God, that he would have children ruling and reigning conform to Christ. That's, that's God's great pleasure to share the throne. And so when you, when you start talking about this as the believer on the throne, it kind of takes us into a, a surreal place. And this Paul Bilheimer took it to such a practical ground and so that you can understand it believe it and see it
0: and it would have to be practical because it's it's something that you're doing it's not something that you're you're uh, necessarily just believing wow john it's something that you're doing he's That's... preparing you to reign and rule which is a active participation and doing not a simple theology that you're believing
1: do you remember when Carol had sort of a little vision and she saw that this life is not the life? This life is preparation for the life and that we're only born when, we're, when we die. We're then born into the life that's been forming. This, I really believe that, that that was from God that she got it because it's true. We are being prepared in this life. This is not the end. The, it's not even the beginning. It's the, it's the school to prepare you to live and the school, all the answers are in the book. <laughs> Whatever God takes you through and shows to you, he, he tells you the whole story from beginning to end, how it began, how it ends. He tells you the saints part in it. He tells you how in a hundred different ways. Okay, the Lord of hosts tests the righteous and seeing the heart and mind. He is the father who oversees the preparation of the bride for His Son and the throne that we are now seated upon? According to Ephesians, we are seated, and Colossians, we're seated now on the throne. It's already accomplished, and all the provision for you and me to uh, acquire it is already laid up and, and formed. It's, it's amazing, and the precedent in the Scripture. Help me, help me tell it, y'all. Okay, all the ones who ruled a kingdom: Joseph, Joan says Daniel, Noah, Noah.
0: David, Daniel, uh, Solomon.
1: Mm-hmm. So they're quite a number. And so, what's been exciting for me is to look at these characters in terms of their preparation to rule
0: and reign. You even said Abraham.
1: Well, in a sense, his most successful followers, on, on some ground or another, always came to rule.
0: Just because this is what it's all about. This
1: is what it's all about. Well said.
0: The whole thing is about the kingdom. It's all about the kingdom. It's all about ruling in the kingdom. And if you are separating yourself and not ruling in this world, what are you here for? You're you're basically invalidating your purpose. Your purpose is to bring in the kingdom, isn't it? And that would our yes, our yes. entire purpose here is to bring in the kingdom.
1: That's our prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done.
0: It, it's in the we it, are
1: responsible it, right. to bring it down, and the kingdom is without end, and and it is ever increasing. We don't see it usually if we understand and have the revelation of the kingdom we can we can uh see it in life happening but for the most part the kingdom's very hidden very secret
0: and you know if if you're living insular and isolated this isn't a kiwanis club this isn't a, a secret society that you know uh you, you you go and you go and you have a little meetings and you benefit yourself and then you leave. This that's not what this is about. This this Christ's inheritance is the nations and the way he has the nations is through reigning and ruling. We hope you've enjoyed the Shulamite Podcast. For all the latest from Shulamite Ministries, please visit us at Shulamite.com where you'll find Martha's daily devotions, posts from getalongwithgod.com with and the online library of all of Martha's writings. At Shulamite.com, downloading the free Shulamite app is easy, and livingchristianbooks.com is only a click away. Thank you for joining us on this journey to discover a God worth knowing.